0: capital 263 welcome to politics and beyond on capital 263 my name is christopher farai charamba
1: i'm upenyu makoni matenga jt say your name my name's japan matenga
2: yeah we've
0: we've (laughs) we've replaced (laughs) we've replaced henry 2018 there's new things happening um, so God, we're grooming the successor, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, other parties <laughs> failed to groom their successors and uh, <laughs> they were then re- removed in a coup, not a coup. So, and it looks like uh, the other party is um facing another situation altogether with with its own factions. So, we've decided, know, oh, let's catch them young and let's say, uh, you know. Teach them how yeah. the how how the world works, but uh yeah, welcome to politics and beyond. Today is uh, what's the date today? Twenty first of January. Um, yes. We we as you know we record on three different continents, and uh, Henry is currently unavailable. If he he might come through, so you might just hear him pop pop in at some point during the conversation. Ubenyundepe, uh, we didn't have you on how last are you? week. I'm good, Sha. Sure. What's happening with you, 2018? You guys not
1: a accoud me and then I called my friend with tanks, <laughs>
0: Jonathan Matenga. DSB, more you guys, Today, make sure. Hey, all right, chef.
1: <laughs> yeah, but otherwise I'm good. Zimbabwe is hard, guys. The prices haven't gone down; they've gone up. I don't what, know. What if you're mean? not in Zim, if you're in Zim, please like. You know what? If you're in Zim and you see this podcast and you listen to it and neweo manema prices, please like the post on the podcast because it's hard. It's really, really hard here.
0: Yeah, no things. Um, I don't suppose are. Going as people expected them to when they marched onto the streets and <laughs> were hoping for, you know, a new dispensation. But 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 let me say though, um mm. it this we called. Obviously it was it was not Mugabe goes and things are fixed. That was that would have been, you know. But Are you telling the people we told you so? Is that what you're doing? No, Shane? No, no, no. I'm not telling anyone because everyone knew. Surely people mm. knew themselves. Yes, uh, That's what we want. And this is also, you know, part of the debate in terms of now Now people are analyzing the situation. I mean, you have Jonathan calling from, um, and not Jonathan <laughs> Matenga, but <laughs> the <laughs> professor Jonathan calling from whichever cupboard he happens to find himself in whenever the day is. And he's saying, you know, including, what's his name? Wow. You know, he's Wow, well,
1: Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. Patrick.
0: So so it's yeah. just, you know, a situation of what's actually uh happening out there in the in the society and and who's who's fooling who. Mm-hmm. Um but we mm-hmm. we did know that Mugabe had to go, but things were going to need something else for them for for us to change mm-hmm. from the position we're in. Because we were spiraling at the time that Mukabe left. We were spiraling. At the time that Mukabe mm-hmm. left, things were spiraling, you know, at a very fast rate. So the question then is, has this change in government um, stemmed the bleed? Because the bleed is still... I mean, we're still bleeding, you know. Yeah. But are we moving towards a better position? That is the question.
1: That is the question. And I think it's still... Remains. I mean, listen. This is the same cast of characters that caused the spiral and the bleed and the wound and our current predicament. It's not, you know, they haven't brought in anyone new yet um, into official government positions. And in fact, they they're playing cat and mouse with old people and um, you know kissing ass for other old people. But the 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 issue is: will this government show? be able to change enough so that we can survive at least (laughs) at least to not this election but the one in 2023 that's the really important one
0: right we'll see so indeed we'll see um and um speaking about what we think or what's what's happening what they're trying to do we're going to speak about a couple of things today we're going to speak about the road to davos which is you know the big thing right so now. So exciting. Yeah, it's the, yes. it's the big thing right now. Um, ED's first uh, showing at an international platform, going to look for investment, investors and investment, you know, going to um, suck up to the world, it, you know, and present Zimbabwe as well, a, a new... The world, I don't know. I think he's going to suck up to the
1: nations with money. Yeah, I, because just, the world would be like Jacob and them and you know uh, but he's already uh, been come to South Africa, he's been so. to
0: he's been to South Africa, he's been to Namibia, he's been to Mozambique, he's been to Zambia. Uh, I think Sara Botswana, you know, of Angola, he's gone. So he's 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 done with his region. Now he's going to look for the big money boys. Um so yeah, so we'll discuss a mm-hmm. bit about that and then if we get time, because upenyu has been wow, she's been dying to speak about the opposition. <laughs> <laughs> Oh So many things to say about the opposition. Um, I'm in
1: my feels now. I'm in my feelings. Actually, I mean, actually, what, you know, what was that statement?
0: <laughs> we'll get to it. I don't know which one you're talking about, but um, so yeah, so let's go. Um, road to Davos. A couple of things happened this past week. It's actually been a busy week for our our head of state. Um yeah. He he traveled. He went to Namibia. He went to Zambia. He went to. Mozambique. I don't know if Angola, Angola must have been the week before. And then I think there yeah. was a, the, I think he's going to Botswana as well. So he's going around the region. We spoke about this a bit last week that, you know, obviously he's going to rally up the support and he has interests in making sure that they're all on his side. Um, after that, in between that, sorry, he held meetings with the business community um, yeah part of his road to Davos where he you know he wanted to hear what their concerns were and also how he can incorporate what they are saying into his plan for 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 Davos when he goes next week. It is I think it starts on the twenty sixth to the twenty eighth. So next week Friday, next weekend I think is when he's going. Um and then he also had a meeting with the youth. The controversial <laughs> meeting with the youth. Um, and I call it controversial because they were it's very... arguable that there were no youth in that room anyway. <laughs> No, there was they certainly were youth in the room. Um mm-hmm. but there were a lot of things that happened uh in that meeting that you know people then had very interesting comments about myself included afterwards. So mm. let's 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 start on, you know, what you think about this Davos. Road to Davos. Yeah, what do you think about us going to Davos? What do you hope that we'll get from Davos and um E D has said the the message that has been going around from this Davos thing. Also yeah, in between that he also did two interviews, one with the Financial Times and another with Bloomberg. Mm. Uh, Financial Times. Yes. Was, was Lunch the, with the FT. Lunch yeah. with the FT, yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. that's on their website. And there's a full transcript as well. Um, Alec Russell wrote a very lovely piece. Um, brilliant writer. And there's a full mm-hmm. transcript of the interview as well there. And then he did the Bloomberg interview. I saw the clip. It's about 10 minutes. You can look for it on the Bloomberg mm. website.
1: The um, Bloom- the Bloomberg one. Hmm. The way it even starts. <laughs> I, wait, I actually.
0: <laughs> and then, yeah, okay. Let's let's just, you know, okay. So that's that's what's happening. Uh, so there's, you know, all these things. It was a very busy week for our president. Um, last it week. Was. So what? So what do you think of Davos? What do you think of the situation, Davos... Listen,
1: Davos is not that kind of party. I think people are thinking that he's going to go and he's going to come back with with mega deals like the like when the Chinese, pre- uh, sorry, premier came. I was going to say president, um, but it, it's really not. That kind of party. It's it's a it's a place where rich people go to talk about rich people things. You know, money talks to money. Um, I do think that it's good for in terms of international reengagement and in terms of just reassuring the world that Zimbabwe isn't burning yet. Don't send your troops. It's a good idea. Okay, wait. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. And actually, is, yeah. Okay. The, yeah,
0: much better. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Is that yeah. better? Yeah, yeah, much better.
1: It's like network issues, except I have Wi-Fi. Like, what's this about? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, so I think our these guys need to have a meeting. First of all, Zanupiev and in particular Chinamasa and, and E.D., they need to have a meeting and think and tell themselves that what they've been doing for the past 20 years, including that little time they sent Changirai to go and do exactly what E.D. is doing now, It didn't work. And maybe what we need to do is change strategy. Um, I also think that this outward looking money will come to us if we say the right things and do the right things. Strategy isn't going to work because we have money. We have capital in this country. Please explain to me why there are so many Benzes, brand new Benzes, by the way, on the roads. That means there's money here. But it's keeping the money in Zimbabwe and getting domestic investors to invest in their own economy. Case in point, Strive. Aren't we aren't they sitting and asking themselves why does Strive live in Joburg and not in Harare? Because the moment you can get Anna Strive to come and live in Zim, then you've answered the question. And then foreign investors will just come and be like, ah, may I want to party with Strive? He's also a billionaire. Don't you think? But,
0: but but don't you think it's important, you know, that we do present this image to the world, you know, and change the perception that the world has on Zimbabwe. Because the 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 Mugabe the stigma, I suppose you can call it, has been—you yeah. know—it's—it's—it's it's, it's been part of us for so long. And when people think of Zimbabwe, the first thing they think about is is Mugabe. And now that he's gone, we have to—I I see it as them going on the offensive. Even, of course. You know, mega deals aren't going to, you know, just pop up straight after Davos. No. But they, but yeah. there is, this is a platform where you have world leaders. Trump's going to be there. Merkel's going to be there. Uh, <laughs> Macron's going to be there. Um, yeah. You know, uh, what's the guy from Canada? Um, Trudeau's going to be there. Trudeau's going to be Trudeau's there. Go- yeah. So you have all these world leaders in one place and mm-hmm. you can engage with their people. You know, it's it's different from waiting for another opportunity in September, when, which is likely, you know, at the U.N. General Assembly when they'll all be together at the same time. This, as you said, is a platform. It's not just world leaders, but there's going to be business people there. There's going to be different people from different organizations, WTO and and all sorts of things like that, who um, uh, Henry is about to join us, I think. But you're going to have okay. all these people to, who, who are um, available. Powerful. Powerful as well. So I
1: think the proof of the pudding is in the tasting. I mean, yes, no doubt it's important to engage. Like I said, it's important to re engage and be like, hey guys. We're here. We got rid of Mugabe, but you know, in any in any system that's diseased, it's very easy to blame the one symptom. Mugabe is actually the culmination of a system, yeah. And the system still exists. It does. So it's not. But the system's also trying to change. I'd still be cautious in engaging with him if I was a Trudeau, a Macron, a
0: Merkel god yeah but no one no one says Hunt. okay first and foremost first the thing is cautious. Ob- obviously they would be cautious and no one says that um you know you expect them to just hand us everything but mm. we do have to take an initiative we have to present ourselves. They have to present a case for themselves. If they don't, then, you know, the past 20 years, these people haven't been engaging us, then they're not going to be bothered. They're just going to be like, oh, Zimbabwe's got a new president, that's nice. But if we go on the offensive and we knock on their doors and we say, hey, this is us, then they're gonna actually, if, you know, because you're in a place for three odd days with these people, at some point they're mm-hmm. going to listen to whatever it is you had to say, whether it's so when you're grabbing coffee, and they might take something back with them and say this is quite interesting also i mean the british the, the British have sent their emissaries saying? twice the British have sent two of their top emissaries to Zim in the past you know two months um to to see what's actually going on here they're quite interested as well, so we have to we have to take an o- this is an opportunity, and I think that one we should take mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. are Obviously, there's a lot that needs to be done. And I think, you know, the government has brought in um, the, the, the Petina Gappas of this world um, to, to consult. They've brought in, they've brought in consultants. They've brought in, Wait, you spoke about these guys need to sit down and have a meeting and, you know, discuss yeah. the past 20 years. They've brought in yeah. consultants to help them in terms of what it is they need to do. But Chris, there's obvious, I mean, you don't need a Petina Gappa to tell you,
1: for instance, that some of your ministers have been caught with their hands in the cookie jar repeatedly. And those same ministers have been reappointed and are currently members of cabinet, heading, for instance, the very... Obviously. yeah I mean but, a but the, new, thing is, um, but the thing a is, new uh, social contract between the police and citizens isn't going to change the fact that that entire organization and the system that supports it is still headed by a no, person but, who is alleged to be corrupt I I agree so with how you. listen that, I agree, I, that I, I, agree with,
0: I agree with you I agree with you completely that it's still the government still has serious problems and issues but yeah. it's not something that they can come in obviously these are the same people that have been there for a while but they can't come in and overhaul the entire system overnight why not because it just and then when before they go to elections they'll lose they'll obviously <laughs> no. lose they'll get yes no. they'll, they'll get completely swept i'm faith, telling
1: you if you show good faith and if you it's like with command no, right when get command swept. first came out you'll... they showed enough good faith to get past the line the first time they but won't have the institutional else, capacity
0: show... to even run and function government you mean to keep a stranglehold on the people of Zimbabwe? To even function themselves. They won't, they won't have been able to function. Obviously, I, I mean, I definitely hear your concerns. And I'm not saying that, you know, we are perfect. We're far from it, right? But mm-hmm. I think that this is an opportunity in terms of Davos that we had that we had to take. It's an opportunity that you want to get yourselves out there and you want to do something. And you've brought in people to assist you on how best you can go about doing this. They have a serious concern in terms of they need to win the election. Obviously, if they're going to yes. continue past, so they they which they, they, they will have... because the op- the opposition itself
1: isn't. <laughs> I mean, do, should I even whoo, should I even start on the opposition right now?
0: Okay, let let's let's just pause <laughs> here. Let God. me try and get Henry on the line. <laughs> I'm, I'm, there. I'm here. Ah, you're there. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, we just <laughs> with well, my son. How long have you been here? <laughs>
2: Um I was just listening to you talking about uh, Davos be a chance. I apologize it's uh 3:22 in the morning yeah?
0: Yeah, no that's, and, cool. Um,
2: that's cool. I I I happened to miss your first call. Yeah,
0: yeah, no that's cool. Quickly on Davos because we also need to discuss like now we're, we've got yeah, it's going to be long. We could spend the whole day talking about this, but your thoughts no, 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 Yes. Um
2: I'm, uh, look, there's people are saying, why didn't they take the economic plan to Lutito before they took it to Davos? I think that's a silly argument. Um, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's a good point. I think they they should go and um, they should go and sell themselves to, their world, to the world. And if people are buying, then, and then so be it. Uh, but obviously, one wonders how you can make it easy for international investors when local investors can't thrive in the market. So it's a it's a it's a double edged sword, but I'm um, I'm definitely happy about the whole thing
0: in but, the principle. But so so the thing is, right? We're talking about making it easy for for local in, for, for I mean, going to foreign investors when you you when local investors yeah. can't thrive. Obviously, yeah. there are certain things that they're going to have to change in terms of the law, in terms of how they operate, ease of doing business, and all these things that investors are going to want to see these changes. Um, and this is something they're going to have to do soon after they come back from from, from this trip of theirs. So much, uh, you can you can have all the nice rhetoric and say all the nice things. Saying mm-hmm. Zimbabwe is open for business is one thing, but actually showing that Zimbabwe is open for business is another thing. And this is, I mm-hmm. think, where they need to focus their efforts now, is actual making... Actual substantive changes that people can see that do make it easier, not just for foreign investors but for local investors to put their money. And I completely agree with your point, um, Upenu. You, that you know you need your strives to be coming yeah. back. You need all these people to to, to come back, and and that uh, shows confidence um, in the system. And I hope all the people that mm-hmm. government has been consulting on this issue have made it clear, <laughs> and that the government actually has the plans. To do these things, rather than just you know leave it up in the air.
2: Shout out to Petina for that consulting job.
0: <laughs> yeah, we did we did mention her.
1: Um, Guys, Petina has not to... received money huh? for it. She's doing it because she's part of a think tank. You know, I feel like I'm now her spokesperson. She's doing it because she's part of a think tank and she loves this country and and and.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, if, go on. Throw if, your if anyone, we
2: on. agree. We're we're not we're not saying it in, in in we're not being sarcastic.
0: Yeah, you no. Know, if anyone wants to know, you know, why she's doing it, it's on her <laughs> Facebook page. You can go and 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 check it out there. I feel it's you know it's it's people who are. Jealous or bitter or whatever it is. I don't know who seemed to have an agenda against, you know, her coming in. But I will say this, it's very clever on the government's part as well, because she has been a critic of the government. Um, yeah. And now that she's part of the system, you know, she 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 can't come out against the system as openly as she used to before.
1: Well, I think, it. you know, first of all, I think the criticism comes from the idea that, you know, to be against something, it's it, it, like a visceral reaction to being against something. Mm-hmm. And logically, you cannot change something. You can't change something you don't like if you're constantly outside of it, if you don't engage with it in ways other than just to criticize it. And so, you know, I think Bettina is doing a very admirable thing by saying, OK, you know what? Let me work with you to change the things that I am able to help you change. And I can own I can get you to this point. But obviously there's still gonna be things that she doesn't like. Obviously, there's you know, she'll still be able to criticize. But the idea that you cannot criticize and work with the government to make it better is a ridiculous and stupid idea. And I think people really need to let go of that and they really need to grow up a little bit just in terms of maturity because if you don't engage if you're not willing to do the work that you're pointing out that other people must do then all you you're you're like the opposition you're like the changirais and the chamisas of the world just wow. pointing at the problem ha, but you Upenu,
0: don't want to fix it is just going. I think, she keeps hinting I think, this opposition I think,
2: <laughs> I think a point a point of order there is that it comes from a position of privilege that you can engage the government in, mm-hmm. in the way she's she's engaging and the second thing you said that I disagree with is you you can't engage this government and criticize it if patina writes a facebook status tomorrow um mm-hmm. saying that Davos went badly and these guys are unprofessional and they shouldn't do about seventy delegation and it's still the same inefficiencies I guarantee you tomorrow she will be disengaged by the government mm-hmm. so so by engaging in the way she's chosen she's For some, and I I agree with I don't find a problem with it, but by by engaging, and some people need to do it, but by engaging in the way she's chosen, she's uh, necessarily um, given up her right to openly criticize the government. Maybe she's doing it uh, behind closed doors, but she can't criticize them like the way she did Mugabe's regime. And that's something that I think she knows, and if you follow her closely, you can see in the way she posts. But um, you, you you
0: know... So 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 here's my changed, thing so yeah. here's my thing um
1: mm-hmm.
0: is there merit in the criticism because she used to criticize on facebook and you know in the in the media and things like that now she has an opportunity to shape the way that the government interacts with the international community right mm-hmm. i think that there's a lot more merit in that than her being on facebook you know Offering, you know, snide remarks about things happening or things that the government does. Because all that does is get people on a thread and they're all like, yes, yes, yes. And she says, you know, she'll say, add a joke here and there and people, you know, come out there. But now she's actually there helping the government to shape policy. She says she's writing a white paper on. Uh, a couple of things. Trade. She's writing two white papers: yeah. one on trade and one on Brexit. And one on Brexit. And one on Brexit. I think that's brilliant because she she's experienced. She's a brilliant lawyer. She's worked for the WTO. She knows her craft. You know, I'd rather mm-hmm. have her there in such a position. We talk about technocrats and say that our government needs technocrats. These are the kind of people that we need. I'd rather have her in that space than her sitting on the outside criticizing and you know. M- on Facebook yeah. or other spaces.
2: No 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 and I mean I agree with you 100%. Yeah. What I'm saying is that you do need people on the outside criticizing and saying and pointing out the mistakes publicly. Is, Obviously, is but I'd rather it not it becomes, be it becomes disingenuous when you call and you say oh everyone engage 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 that's not everyone's role. There are people who should point out what is wrong and you don't necessarily need to engage. You don't necessarily you don't necessarily need to be on the inside, you don't necessarily need to sit in a room at a celebration center with air conditioning and tell jokes <laughs> um to 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 engage with the government pointing out what's wrong is a form of engagement and there is this distinct anti opposition sentiment I'm speaking to people like you <laughs> in in the country right now, and that's not to to that's not to say the opposition is without its failings but it's 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 it doesn't undermine the actual position of the opposition. Pointing out without we're not in power, huh? pointing out without being able to do anything about the problem is is traditionally the role of the opposition all over the the world. I mean, the Democrats have been wailing about Trump for the last 18 months they haven't been necessarily able to do much about his policies so
0: so now been, so now, so, so, Congress, now, so so now so now henry
2: yeah, but speak, that, that speak, happens in an election year Ka, which is mm. which is this year and you can you can say you can mm-hmm. say they're not doing anything to win elections which i will agree but you mm-hmm. can't say that because they're not doing anything to win elections, they can't speak or point out what's wrong with the government. I don't think that's...
0: No, that's I'm not possible. saying
1: would, you shouldn't... People shouldn't point out or speak about what the problem is. My problem that's is that... what we do on this that podcast. That has become the default position. That is the purpose of the podcast. Isn't that what we do every... <laughs> when we decide to record?
2: <laughs> but <laughs> but my
1: point is that it's impotent to simply... You know, say, yes, there's a place, there's a place for that. And I believe it's journalism's role, actually, to be the watchdog on journalism and to a certain amount, extent, opposition. But opposition cannot then relegate itself simply to just saying, well, that's a problem, that's a problem, that's a problem. Where's the solution? Where are the solutions? And what is the alternative? Because opposition's role is not simply to say it's a problem. It's also to say this is what we think about how we can solve the problem.
2: Yeah, no, no, I, it's, it's, I don't dis, I don't disagree with that. Um,
0: yeah. So, so um, before before we digress further into the opposition, let me just, I, and I'll <laughs> and I'll and I'll make a mental note of that one, that the opposition and the alternative. I just want to go quickly to this issue of of you know wrap up road to Davos on the youth issue, and um, you spoke oh, sorry, about yeah. celebration center. Was celebration mm-hmm. center the venue for for the global shapers meeting?
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Where do you have an elite gathering besides... Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> <the most laughs> Mikos Hotel. No, no
2: <laughs> Mikos Hotel, Hotel is in the city. So if you want a truly elite wow. gathering, you need to be in the north.
0: Wow. In the Wow! Hills. wow. wow. That's in anyway, the hills. so so on, on on hmm. Wednesday, on Thursday, on Thursday, uh, Global Shapers, which is a... Let me not get this wrong, but <laughs> they are a uh, uh, a part of the world economic forum i think they are a, a youth um, gathering part of the world economic forum the world economic forum
1: parallel has... youth group
0: <laughs> yeah they're a youth group or a youth formation with part of the world economic <laughs> forum based in different countries they're shapers in in all sorts of different countries they invited the president to a town hall meeting that was dubbed mm-hmm. the road to davos and um the the president was to speak to a gathering of youth and they were you know typical town hall this is what we expected and they were to engage on you know what the youth thinks about this new dispensation and you know what the youth what youth issues um the president should take up and also to consider in the road to davos and in this zimbabwe is open for business uh space so the president came through um and they spent well the I watched it on Facebook because it was invite only. Um and so there were there were you know, um certain people who could who could be there and others who could not be there. Um speaking of which I, I understand that our boy A C Lumumba was spotted um, trying to get in, but he wasn't on the list, so he couldn't make it. Still an APB out for him. If you can get in touch with him, please tell him we're looking for a uh, we're looking for him. You know, uh, so he can give us a shout. Anyway, yeah. So I watched it on Facebook. It was an hour and a half. The first 30 minutes was national anthems, speeches, prayers, a whole bunch of stuff. I think was quite irrelevant because. Uh, by the time they got to the end of the thing, you know, it kind of ended very abruptly and people were quite upset. But you had Vimbaye Kajiese interviewing the president. Um, she asked a number of questions. Then it was open to the floor. Only four questions were taken from the floor, which people were quite upset about. My, I thought it was a great um, initiative. Let's start there. Let's start with the positives. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a great initiative. It's good for the president to come out and, you know, meet with the youth. This is the first time that I know of that we've had such a platform uh, as young people. So great initiative. Great that the president came out. Great that, you know, it's it was very, it wasn't intimidating from what I saw. You know, it was a platform that I thought people could get up and speak and speak their minds and engage directly with their head of state. It was a wasted opportunity. I agree. The questions were very, very lukewarm. In fact, some of them were cold. And he did not look engaged at all. ED was sitting there and... For to me, it looked like he came ready for you know ready for a bit of for a bit of a fight. He was no, there. He came, ready. He came with yeah. two
2: vice presidents and the Reserve Bank governor. He was ready for and a fight. cabinet
0: ministers. So he had he a whole know, team yeah. of people. Yeah, he was prepared. He was ready to engage, ready to get some hard hitting questions. And he got asked to take a selfie, which is which is fine. I get you know do a bit of promo. And then he got asked about um, Okay, I'll get some of the questions Anyway, share your thoughts, guys
1: Okay, so the first 30-35 minutes Was basically speeches
0: and introductions uh, Yes, I mentioned that And that
1: to me spoke to It actually indicated the direction That this was going to go It was just For the people who organized this And I'm really sorry to say this But it was an ass-kissing exercise um, you know, because they didn't do the guest, which is the president of the republic, justice. They didn't do themselves justice and they represented themselves poorly. This was a very good opportunity to ask the hard questions, which is what is this government planning to do about young people and in particular unemployment among young people, entrepreneurship for young people and opportunity. For young people And while that might have been asked variously I don't think that it was asked To the, you know, the same Depth and content that is required For us to be satisfied That is required for people you know, for people To get on a plane and be like, you know what And it was it was it was content for Facebook, and that's great. But we don't we're not in a time where we can say that things are now content for Facebook, and it's okay. We're a time where we need real action.
2: Yeah, I think, um, you know, we're all going to be saying the same thing. I definitely agree. It was a great initiative, and kudos to 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 Mbai and her team for just going out there and doing it, um, I think at the end of the day, I don't know who engaged them. I don't know who, but they did it. And a lot of us, um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, they did it. And, and yeah, but I, I definitely agree. I think um, it was shallow. Um, the prepared questions um, from Vimbaya itself um, were in my opinion, shallow, um, and that's not, not uh, you know. There's been various reports that perhaps they were prepared by global shapers and were were pre-approved. Um, I don't know how far true any of that is. I, I do think that even you, with you can have softball questions um, that I have depth to them. Um, I just think the questions are shallow, and it, it was really uh, for for me personally a, a poor indication on on us as as youth because it's not so much about. Asking a difficult question, it's also about having a valid input to to to. Uh, <laughs> we we can no longer be in a situation where we we ask something of our government without having a solution ourselves. So, <laughs> i'm not i'm not necessarily saying that we should know how to to work the water reticulation system in Harare, but we should be able to know <laughs> that uh you know certain things can be certain cuts can be made certain things are feasible in the city council in terms of budgeting um to to be able to 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 sort something else like that um and i think that's just that's the level of engagement I was looking for um I think if you're going to ask a question about the ease of doing business you should be able to point to the fact that the government his government in in continued with an increase in in fuel in fuel tar- tariffs which which makes us even more um you know our fuel even more expensive than it already was in terms of regional pricing those those are simple little facts that uh uh, available on the front page of for fingers um or any of these newspapers. So I just thought the level of engagement was a bit shallow and it was very unfortunate. It's very sad. Um
0: so especially
2: so, for us for Asma Salad, because their brilliant people, my comrades who you said would have been seething to see such an opportunity wasted.
0: So 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 here's the thing. Um you know, people have discussed the issue that it was invite only and such and such. I have no problems with invite only events. Um, I think that, you know, it, in in depending on the kind of uh, engagement you want to have, it could be very useful. Um, what I would say is that it it could be, it's the kind of people that you invite to the event and the kind of questions that you ask. So one of the people who got up from the crowd. And this is my thing. My biggest problem, one of the biggest problems was I asked, you know, too many questions that really weren't of substance, that by the time they got to the floor, they could only ask four questions, which wasn't enough. It would have been better if they could get more questions from the floor. Um, but one of the questions, one of the guys got up and you know, he spoke about being in JCI and said that he wants, you know, they go around the world and they uh, are... They promote Zimbabwe and they work with grassroots organizations in Zimbabwe and they wanted support from the government. So this comes to your point, Henry, anyway, where, you know, if you are engaging, you need to be able to articulate, um, you know, certain positions. And ED asks him, what sort of support do you want? Mm-hmm. You know, and this was something Nothing. that, he you know, he sort of paused and then he comes up with a, well, we'd like our ministers to travel with us when we go what? to promote Zimbabwe. I'm telling you, this is what he said. And I was there watching, and I was like, wait, what? And then ED thought he said uh, that they'd want, you know, the, the youth want to accompany ED and the ministers when they're on those trips. No, 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 it was the other way around. The youth mm-hmm. want ministers to come with them when they go, you know, and I say youth in, in, in quotes. But for me, the it was sad because... One, I don't think this is a a representation of all the youth in Zimbabwe, but I do feel that there are, you know, a sizable chunk of our population who, not out of their own fault, but out of the circumstance, haven't gotten to a position where they've engaged in certain settings, in certain fora, And haven't developed whether it's professionally, um, you know, um, practically enough to the point where they actually understand certain things. There's there's so much you can get from reading a book. There's so much you can get from um, uh, academic education. But because... We have a high unemployment, and because you have people trying to, you know, fit in, there's certain professional settings and certain understanding of of things that I don't think a lot of people have had the opportunity to get. So if you ask them certain questions, you can ask someone what you know, a young person, what is it that you want, and they can tell you, "I want a job." But if you ask, if you want to delve deeper, I think the conversation will hit a it'll hit a, a rock. A yeah, it'll hit some, some point where it can't go beyond because the thinking hasn't developed beyond that point. And now I'm just wondering, you know, about it's, about our youth and what is the current state of the youth in Zimbabwe in terms of, you know, saying that the youth is... My guy, yeah.
2: my guy, <laughs> my, guy, my guy, my guy. Look, it's a, it's a Bentley iPad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is the kind of state <laughs> My guy.
1: There's, you guys remind me of an okay. interview. Have you heard of Memory Ngui?
2: No, I don't um, think so. I've, no, I haven't.
1: He's a human resources um, expert, I guess, and he gave an interview a few weeks ago uh, with he's the guy Talent Capital. Talent Chadima on Capital. Yes,
2: the one who said we're not smart.
1: Yeah, we're basically two IQ points above functionally stupid,
2: Um,
1: So, like as a country. Um, But he raises the point that literacy is not an indicator of ability, neither is it an indicator of intelligence. And, you know, the fact that people have um, degrees and all these qualifications means you can read and retain information, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you know what to do with it. Um, And yes, Chris, I, I think that you're quite right in saying that we need to investigate the state of the youth, because is it nature? Is it nurture? You know, is it is it that we are two points above functionally stupid? And so therefore, for us, you know, a change in government means that now the ministers must accompany us on every business meeting to show that we have power and the government is on our side. And therefore, you must work with us or Are we saying, are we looking at the environment and saying, um, this is what we need the government to do for us? And it's not simply um, civic rights, but it's also economic ability, you know, the economic opening of doors. Like what we were talking about earlier, that before we talk to outside investors have we made it so that our own investors me with my five bucks is my five dollars safe in zimbabwe because if my five bucks isn't safe bill gates is five billion isn't going to be safe definitely so yeah man I, yeah okay <laughs> it's scary though it's very it's- scary
2: it's 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 uh I mean look I'm not one to, to call the uh, Zimbabwe youth two points above functionally <laughs> stupid. Um
1: That's what Mr. Yeah, no, no, said,
2: not me. <laughs> uh, no, I no, in fact I, for the Zimbabwean youth I, I I must uh I must fight it. I I just think that maybe we uh we we overestimate our our preparedness for this type of change, and I think that um like the like like certain sections of the opposition, this government has caught us with our pants down because it's been so easy for so long to say this is wrong, this is wrong, but when actually asked to proffer solutions um true meaningful solutions it's um we we are found wanting and um yeah that's uh that's that's one of those things um that I guess we're just going to have to. To to rely on think tanks um, uh, and white papers written by technocrats um, to to solve for us, I guess, like every like like everywhere else in the world.
0: Well, I don't think so. I think you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think so entirely. I think you there know, is... I
2: Actually, just sorry. You know, I was thinking of <laughs> sorry to digress. Who's funding the think tank?
0: Uh, well, Petina <laughs> says she's Petina's she's not one. getting paid. That's what she said. So I think yeah. it's it's a voluntary organisation. It's a, uh, it's okay, a it's Producing a white paper is never for free. Uh, I mean, she said she's not getting paid, and she said she's you know. So we'll just take a word for it.
1: Somebody is obviously funding it, even if it's not the government.
0: Uh, yeah, and who do you think it could be? The, the 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 UK actually <laughs> actually the UK. If we're going to consp- to to put out a conspiracy, um they seem very keen on us coming back to the Commonwealth. That's my position, and it serves their interests it does especially after Brexit.
1: Let's go back to the Commonwealth. People need Commonwealth scholarships for more degrees, guys <laughs> you know. Yeah. Let's be friends with the British. Let's be friends with our former colonial masters. There's wow, nothing
0: wrong with that. Wow, 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 Can you hear the sarcasm, people? Can you hear all of the, all <laughs> all the own, sarcasm?
2: There's no sarcasm there. I think she's being...
0: I'm she's dead serious. I could
1: use a Commonwealth scholarship. <laughs> On the scholarship, look,
2: look, look, look. If we can do it at the farms, surely we can do it in, in as a country. <laughs> wow.
0: This <laughs> invites it our former... Wow, wow. You guys aren't serious. This
1: podcast is quickly degenerating.
0: As, you know yes, it's calming. But on the, issue, on the issue of the Commonwealth, I mean, it's, I, I'm, I want to see how they play it out. E.D. did say in the FT interview that, you know, he has no qualms with Theresa May. He actually said the British should stay with the female um, prime ministers because they, they treat us better uh, or something to that effect. Um, you know, Margaret Thatcher was instrumental. You should
1: think about that and put more women in cabinets then.
0: Was what was his, what was his comment similar. to do with... Um, um, also, yeah, back, so quickly back on the youth, um, he, he seemed quite disappointed because he got into the room and he said, I expected to see more young people in here. So... <laughs> It seemed manga maka zara Ah, he uh, uh,
2: he's He's <laughs> disingenuous. He's been going to these things for the last 37 years. He knows oh, what they like. But
0: new dispensation. Ka? New dispensation. Uh, uh, he thought uh, things would, uh, had changed dispensation. New dispensation.
2: I bet you they were serving my Zoe and my Mari biscuits.
0: <gasps> Endearments. Endearments. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, um, well, there was there was the, the, the... Yeah, but he did say something about women, and I thought this was... His comment was quite... That's when I thought it was quite disingenuous. I was like, ah, Blazo, your you, your entire cabinet is this just men. Um,
2: I you know, know, but yeah. even the even Kadha, youth, Kadha, his entire cabinet, he's no youth. He had the option to put um, people like Mayor Wajga in, in in cabinet. He didn't. And mm-hmm. maybe he will after the election, but... I look, I mean, I don't see why he didn't he didn't have a reason not to.
0: Fair enough. I mean, I, I thought, you know, may have batted for the guy, so we, we I mean we discussed this. Um yeah, so
2: and a fortune jersey. <laughs> and, didn't and get fortune just, get something.
0: Like, also, um so something I read in the oh. in the in the FT interview as well. Uh, was supposed to he had said in the ft interview that he was going to have appointed a a a commissioner of of zec this week um by friday so i think in the next i don't know what happened there but i think next week we'll have one um i don't know if you guys saw that we have a new uh is it commissioner general of zimra
2: zimra she's um quite quite has quite the cv actually mhm mhm um, um I don't know. I I, don't, I wasn't prepared. I didn't bring it up, but she seems quite um, quite impressive. I'm I, I'm not going to say I'm very happy with that uh, appointment because uh, we all know what uh, what Upenyu has so pointed out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going
1: to keep quiet until it's time to sign off
0: now. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get more details. I wonder if my Bonyongwe is still the chairperson of Zimra, though. I don't I didn't see anything to the effect yeah, that she is so, in are
2: they, are they going to work? I don't know.
0: Yep. Bonyongwe is no longer the um, minister of justice. So, of course, he's not going to work. But he's been... But he's been...
2: Kind of one single story. Area. Is he okay? Him and Saviour, are they okay? I,
0: I, I wonder about Saviour. Actually, I have a theory. I and this mm. is pure speculation. Are you going to say? Are you going to ask? Am I going to what?
2: Go on. I was going to ask if, if a certain missing person and Savior are on holiday
0: together. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh wow! 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 My guy, no, 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 no. Mm. Let's not take it there. <laughs> That's funny, um, but uh, I think Savi is trying to find his way back into ZanPF. I think he'll come back, um, tail between the legs, and beg for mercy.
1: Lips puckered.
0: Yes, <laughs> ready, ready to, <laughs> to kiss the mass. Yes, I honestly, I honestly think. <laughs> because... <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, quickly
1: um, degenerating, guys. We yes. need to go now. So, so, so that's why, yeah,
0: Saviour. Uh, yeah, we do need to go. We've we've hit forty-seven minutes. This opposition episode, guys, it it needs to come. Um,
2: no, no, we we do need because Openu has just been.
0: Opinu, she tries like she tries before, to sidetrack me us finish. all the time.
2: I said this last week about the opposition. You guys, people are uh, there's such an anti-opposition sentiment right now. Sixty mm-hmm. to seventy percent absolutely deserved, but the thirty percent sentiment of you is because you guys are so angry that you're going to be forced to vote Zanu in the next election, and you know you're going to lose. No,
1: no, I'm voting for the independence.
2: Okay, Kuma that's president. fine. That's fine. But I'm Kuma saying, thinking, I'm that there's other people, there's other mm-hmm. people who are having mm-hmm. this moral dilemma, where yeah. they they genuinely don't want to do it, but they're going to, and they want okay. someone to blame preemptively.
1: And I blame the opposition
0: for that too. Wow. Ah, anyway, yeah, this is why we need to do the episode <laughs> so that everyone can just hash out all their feelings and their thoughts and their, you know, their their oh. IQ two points above functionally stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's what we'll call the episode. That is <laughs> two points above functionally stupid episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, guys, registration I think should still be open. We've crossed the 5 million it mark. Uh, so 5 million people the have registered. The yes, uh, more the five Yes. The 5 million people have registered thus far. Please go out and register. Please make sure that, um, you know, you are taking full advantage of the opportunity to vote. Uh, registering doesn't mean you're casting a vote, but it means that you have the ability to cast a vote. So go out, make sure that you're registered to vote. Make sure that come election time, you will vote. We will be giving you all the information that you need Um as soon as we are aware of it. Uh, if you guys need to reach out to me, you can catch me at Chris Charamba on all social media. Um, do at the podcast, Polly and Beyond, ZW on Twitter, Politics and Beyond on Facebook. Um, over to you guys.
1: Uh, I'm Upe Makoni everywhere. Uh, please register to vote.
2: Um, I'm at Henry Beatty on Twitter. Um, Facebook and Instagram and not for you guys. And, um, yeah, reach out on, <laughs> at Folly and Beyond on, on our Twitter page, um, as Politics and Beyond. Um, thanks guys. Bye.
0: And now. And now. Capital 263.